Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach. And you are currently listening to the 62nd episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a reading, especially for the sign of Sagittarius, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of this reading will be miracles. So welcome my beautiful Sagittarians. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. I hope you're as excited as I am to do this reading. This is your miracle reading. And what is a miracle reading? Well, essentially we're going to be asking spirit to come through and give you a message that has to do with the energy of miracles. So it could be many different things. It could be that spirit wants to tell you, announce a miracle that's coming in your life very soon. It could be that spirit wants to um, help you acknowledge a miracle that's already in your life that you're not recognizing as such. It might be that that spirit wants to tell you how you can build your own miracles, okay? These are kind of like the different paths that I'm expecting the reading to take, but it could be many different things, okay? Maybe you just need to, I don't know, redefine your own understanding of miracles. Maybe the spirit wants to help you believe and see that you can have miracles as well because maybe you don't believe in them. Uh, all kinds of things might come through, but that's kind of the intention that is the theme. And this is your uh, reading in my series of miracle readings, okay? If you don't know how we do things over here at the Neptunian Serenity Podcast every single month, I do a series of 12 tarot readings, one for each zodiac sign, and every month we have a new theme, okay? And said, so this month it's miracle readings, obviously, and said theme, it's always something that I choose, of course, but it's always picked intuitively and it's never at random because it's always something that has to do with uh, the current zodiac season that we're in, okay? So it has to do with the archetype of the sign that the sun is currently in when I'm recording using tropical astrology, always because that's what I practice. So miracle readings is the theme that I've chosen in honor of Pisces season because that is a theme connected to the Piscean archetype. You don't have to be a Pisces to listen to this. You don't have to listen to this during Pisces season, okay? The reading will always carry the energetical imprint of the moment when I'm recording it in, but the message in this reading is timeless and you may listen to it at any time. Trust that the moment that you found this reading is the moment where you were meant to hear it and the moment where the message will apply to your current present reality, okay? So this is so this is what we do on the podcast and these readings are always for someone racing. So it means that every month you get up to three monthly super in-depth tarot readings. And of course, like um, I'm leaving it quite open every single time for a lot of different things to come through. And my style is... Um, is, is you know, my energy is often uh, quite similar, but we always have a new theme to explore. So there's always something a bit different every time. So I kind of love that um, that good balance there. So if you like the way that I read, if you like the concept, definitely follow the podcast for more. And if you'd like even more, because what I just explained now, that's just the free content, but actually you can get even more by becoming a subscriber, okay? By becoming a subscriber, you can access up to three to four hours of additional content every single month for only 15 Canadian dollars a month, okay? Which is about $11 USD, I believe. And every month, what you have access to as a subscriber is a pick a pile, okay? That no one else gets. I don't usually do pick a piles. Every month, we also have a different theme from month to month and also from the Zodiac readings of the month, okay? And so we can be a bit more explorational and original with these themes for the pick-up piles 
And if you become a subscriber, you can actually request topics for the subscriber exclusive pickup piles. Isn't that awesome? This is really a big privilege because I don't usually take requests for these types of things, but this is a perk that I have chosen to um, offer for my subscribers. Okay, I'm not saying that I will do absolutely anything because I have my own boundaries or it also has to inspire you, but honestly, I'm open to so many different things. So if you become a subscriber, you can request a topic. Uh, for an example, um, well, these are not like subscriber requested, but an example of pickup piles that I've done for subscribers only that are already up this month for Pisces season, it's already up. We did a message from your intuition. And last month we did, who would you be or who are you in a different dimension? And I had so much fun with both of these. Every single pile was super informative super different and original and I think it's going to be super entertaining and helpful at the same time to whoever it finds. Um, so yes, if you want to become a subscriber, be part of that squad. The link is in the description of the episode to become a subscriber, okay? But let's let's stop talking about that because you're here for your miracle reading, okay? And um, let's just get into it right now. Sagittarius, so let's get into your reading, shall we? I'm very excited for this. I hope you are as well. I'm very curious to see what's going to come through for you. You are ruled by the planet of Jupiter. Um, so, you know, sometimes the Sagittarius can be a sign if we're only um, considering the archetype of Sagittarius, which obviously you're so much more than that because you have an entire birth chart and you're a complex, multidimensional human being. But usually Sagittarius as a sign, um, I would say is more inclined to believe in miracles and some of the other signs that might be a bit more focused on the day to day or down to earth or who may be a bit more pessimistic. You definitely usually have that optimistic vibe to you <laughs> because you are ruled by um, Jupiter and that's a beautiful thing. And you know, this... Um, theme of miracles is inspired by Pisces season and you may or may not know that um, before the planets of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto were discovered, well, the, the signs ruled by these planets now in astrology were ruled by different planets and uh, Pisces, which is now ruled by Neptune, used to be ruled by Jupiter and um, well, there's a lot of astrologers who still practice the with the traditional rulers or who um, we're willing to take both into consideration essentially so what i'm trying to say is you might be a bit of a bigger affinity with this concept than most other signs all right so i pulled uh three different cards for you while i was speaking i don't know if you could hear me or the shuffling of the cards but i was uh, pulling three cards from the messages of the mermaids oracle i pulled um innocence the card of innocence i pulled the card of miracles so there you go very young brands love that and i pulled the card of communication so and at the bottom of the deck you have contentment and these cards all came out upright as well or oh, i put them upright i don't really remember um because i just got like i i don't know if you sense the cut but i just like 30 seconds ago i just there was a cut because someone like came and talked to me so like for a few minutes i was 
off of the reading, which I never do that. I never usually get interrupted or interrupt myself during my readings, but um, that was okay. I, I, I like felt that this person was going to come talk to me in the house, and then I was like, oh, but I'll just start the reading anyway. Anyways, so, I don't know, maybe interruptions are a theme in your life currently, interruptions to your miracles, I don't know. Um, let's see what I'm getting from these cards. Do I want to pull more? Yes, maybe I want to pull more. Because I wasn't really, I was kind of absent-mindedly pulling them, which I know is strange, but I wasn't pulling them the way that I usually pull them. They just like fell, fell out and I was like, okay. Um, okay, and then maybe one more. So I'm pulling clarifiers from the same deck. Ooh, love that. Okay, so clarifying innocence, you have positivity, which I feel like that goes perfectly with what we already said, that you, often people with Sagittarius placements have that beautiful optimism to them that very kind of well it's not always bubbly but sometimes it is but you know it's that bigger than life um very sociable uh jupiterian energy and uh so yeah you have positive positivity clarifying the card of innocence you have clarifying the card of miracles you have acceptance and clarifying communication you have gentleness in reverse okay very interesting um The fact that innocence and positivity are coming through, I definitely think that your positive outlook on life, your ability to have faith in things and also in people and in things you have faith in that. Okay, you have faith in people. I think that you definitely give people the benefit of the doubt or when you've just met someone, you always assume that the person has good intentions before doing the opposite, which I feel like to you, that's like totally normal. And like, you're like, yeah, obviously, duh. Um, maybe you don't even realize that you're doing that, but this is not something that everyone does. And this definitely contributes to you uh, creating miracles in your life. That definitely helps because you're in tune with the, um, I wanted to say universe, but then I heard environment, which, okay, interesting. Maybe you're in tune with the earth, or maybe this is like saying you're in tune, like wherever you are, you're able to kind of tap into the frequency of like the vibe of the place or the vibe of the event. interesting but there's something i did i did say the word bubbly so i i really feel like some of you here are bubbly um or can come across as such yes i'm seeing like big smiles that kind of thing and people might feel like sometimes you're a bit naive but at the same time people always think that of someone whenever someone is like optimistic and bubbly People always fucking think that because people have this like preconceived notion or this judgmental notion that if you're positive and bubbly, it's because you're ignorant of something or you haven't had challenges in your life because they think obviously if you had had challenges like I had, I have had, you would know better than to be a happy, positive person or like you wouldn't know to like fear other people because that's obviously what you do and you understand that the world isn't all, all pretty. And that is such, that's a preconceived notion that is so wrong. It's so dumb and it's so not accurate. Like there's so many people who come across as naive, who often, who are like super bubbly and positive and innocent in their energy, who actually went through like the darkest fucking shit in their life. 
and when they actually get to know them and talk about it, you're like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that's your case, but listen, I see you and I'm not going to say that you're naive just because you have this innocent energy and innocence is also not a bad thing. That's, it's really not. It's really like, it depends obviously how you use that and how it shows up. Innocence isn't necessarily a, like a, a lack of maturity. That's the thing. And it's also not necessarily uh, being naive. Those are very different things. Yeah. Okay. I want to read the card of innocence from the booklet. See what it says. Okay. Let me look. Innocence. This mermaid protects her heart. How did I pronounce protect? Protects. Yeah, protects her heart. For this is the home of innocence. This delicate yet paradoxically strong part of ourselves can feel or appear corrupted as we journey through life. Yet in truth, it's always pure. Innocence is a protection against the harshness and cynicism of life. Staying true to your innocent heart is the correct course of action. If you're caught up in a legal battle or a court case at the time this card appears on your reading, your innocence is highly likely to be revealed and upheld as long as you hold on to integrity and honesty. If this card appears alongside the truth card, which is not the case, the meanings of both will be amplified. Whatever you've done in life, remember that your soul is eternally innocent. We all have the, the ability to connect with our original childlike, childlike essence of innocence even in adult life. Innocence has no age limit. It's a natural state of being that you can reclaim right now. Living in innocence has a magnetic beauty that others will be drawn to instinctively. They will wish to be in your presence for there is an aura of purity surrounding you. Is someone around you taking advantage of your innocent nature? Perhaps they are mistaking it for gull gullibility. Remember that your innocence is also your strength, and it will serve as protection in time in times of need. When the innocence card appears in the same spread as gentleness, there's a greater power to both messages. Interesting. You do have the card of gentleness, but it's in reverse. And um, I find this part of the description that said maybe someone is mistaking your innocence as gullibility... I feel like that's something that, that is happening right now because you also have the card of communication clarified by gentleness in reverse. And this is like, to me, this is saying that you need to communicate not gently sometimes. And maybe there is someone or something, a situation in your life where you're actually being called to be more firm right now, to be more assertive, to be less like, to just, you just don't fucking need to like make everything sound as delicate as possible because i feel like as we said you're a very kind person you ex expect the best out of people you give people the benefit of the doubt and even when you're telling off people or setting boundaries you are like um you say it in a very you're very careful with your tone you say it in a very gentle way maybe you add a lot of like words to like soothe the person like there's nothing wrong with you this is like my boundary for me and you know i know that you didn't want to hurt me but it did and sometimes that's great and it's great that you have that ability but sometimes you need to be able to set boundaries without needing to be soft and gentle and um palatable to other people essentially 
because that's really what this is about. If you don't feel comfortable communicating without gentleness ever, there is probably an issue of um well it can well there's an issue it, it can it can come from many different things so like i don't want to like hypothesize on that just now and maybe that's not the point of the reading either but the fact that we have this here it's like it's time for you to be harsh sometimes which i know may be like a surprising or weird reading to get but it's like you have the ability to be harsh you have the ability to be i mean okay that I didn't want to say that, but like that's what I'm hearing. So I'm hearing like you have the ability to be a bad bitch. Not that like bad bitches are always harsh, but that's what was that's what I was hearing. Okay, um, <laughs> you have the ability to be like that, and that also serves you. That doesn't need to be softened, softened, or to be altered for it to be palatable or spiritually enlightened, or for it to be healthy even. Like, yeah, you can curse out somebody sometimes because sometimes that's what they fucking need to understand that someone doesn't fuck with you. And for them to not try again to breach your fucking boundary. Because honestly, okay, something that I've noticed in life, which is really stupid and annoying, is that a lot of people... A lot of people will not really stop doing something that makes you uncomfortable until you raise your voice. Until you appear clearly angry and until you show them that you're not scared of yelling it in public because a lot of people and i'm not saying that those people are inherently evil because honestly we've all crossed someone's boundary at one point or another in one context or another and obviously there's context where it's 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 a bigger offense it's a bigger problem um but we, you know we we all do that at least once in our lives there are some people that like even if someone's like please stop doing that that makes me uncomfortable or like can you stop doing that they're not going to take it seriously because they don't want to stop they don't want to respect your boundary and it's only until you're like stop fucking doing that that they're going to stop and that's really unfair that's really annoying that's really dumb it's something that annoys me a lot because i'm definitely someone who's able to be harsh and be really assertive and also like i mean what i say so when i say when I set a boundary, I'm telling someone like, don't do that or no, I'm not going to do that. I mean it just as firmly as when I'm raising my voice. And it so annoys me that someone doesn't believe me or doesn't take me seriously and I have to raise my voice because I'm like, I'm wasting my fucking energy. Like when I raise my voice, I'm using energy to do that. My energy. And I'm saying it with the exact same sense of conviction and firmness as when I was speaking with a more calm tone. But you didn't listen to me because you didn't believe me that I could be assertive or you didn't care. And then sometimes when you do that, they're like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean it's like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, this isn't about me. But um, <laughs> but that's the truth sometimes. Some people will not actually listen to you and respect your boundaries until you show them that you will uphold them and you're not scared to like break the gender norms of always looking palatable and sweet and soft especially if you're a woman like we're like we're kind of we're so taught that we need to just accept everything that we need to be soft and positive and smiling all the fucking time 
Oh, and that shit infuriates me. Anyway. So, yes, I feel like there is, because I, I do feel like you, I do feel like you set boundaries, okay? Sometimes I do get readings where people, like, don't set boundaries at all, and that's, like, what the whole reading is about. That's not really what I'm getting. I think that you do set boundaries, or you try your best, or you do speak up your mind about what you want, what you don't want, what, what makes you comfortable, what makes you uncomfortable. But I feel like if you're here, there's, like, one situation in your life currently, or one person currently, that you need to be harsher with for them to understand how like what your conviction and your firmness and the fact that your boundary will not budge and just saying that calmly they will not understand so you may you might do you might need to raise your voice you might you might need to be harsher okay like like don't even ask yourself whether that's spiritually enlightened or not that's not the freaking point that is a part of you that is a part of your personal power that you haven't really used in so long and it's here and it's ready for you to use it All right, um, I definitely feel as well that some people are jealous of you because of how many miracles you're able to create for yourself. But the truth is you have like your own formula, just like everyone, honestly, like, every, you know, like manifestation is real, but we all have our own methods and our own things that work for us. I feel like that's true for everyone. And it's really just because you found the way that works for you. Like it is partly because of your faith and your positivity and that innocent spirit that's very close like to your the forefront of your personality for you. And also because you have the card of miracles clarified by acceptance, you are good at receiving. <laughs> you are good at believing that miracles are real when you manifest them and you ask for them and when they arrive to you. A lot of people think that their manifestations are not working but actually that's not the case it's just that when their manifestations start to 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 take form and to take shape they don't they have a part of their logical mind that's like no that's impossible that's something that miraculous could be happening for me and so they reject it or they don't accept it whether like just energetically or like directly and you don't have that which is why things come to you very easily which is why you've been maybe you've had moments in your life where you went like through like a super quick huge glow up or big upgrade or you manifest something really big something like really quickly some people are thinking like what's your secret (laughs) some other people are kind of envious or jealous and that's okay that's not necessarily like something that we need to do anything about and it's not necessarily something you know it's a natural human emotion doesn't mean that those people are toxic I think that you know that, but you know, let's, let's still say that because I think that's important. Um, that is something that I am seeing. You definitely believe in miracles. Okay. Like some of these miracle readings sometimes like for the other signs have been about like helping people believe and see that like, yes, miracles exist and they can happen to you too. I feel like you know that. I feel like you already know that. And I love that for you, but I kind of feel like you need to protect your miracles. That's kind of what it is, because people see you as this like magical being who's making a lot of gorgeous shit happen, like that, or at least that's what they think. <laughs> you know that there's a process and the work behind it. Um, a lot of people see you as this magical being who's manifesting and creating a lot of magical things, 
and they also see you as innocent, bubbly, and sometimes naive. And so some people would really love to kind of encrust themselves. No, that's not a word in English. I'm so sorry. That sounds very bad. Um, has nothing to do with crust. <laughs> a lot of people would like to... Why am I only getting French words for fuck's sake? Can I, like, a lot of people would like to, like, wiggle into your life. No, that's still kind of bad. I hate that. Oh, no, I just, I'm sorry. This is, like, a specific thing that I need to say. So let me look at the translation. The, the transli- translation. To muscle in. That is so bad. Worm their way in. Oh, that's good. A lot of people, I think that's why I was saying wiggle. A lot of people would like to worm their way into your life to like get a taste of those that miraculous magic energy and to get like part of your miracles. A lot of people want to do that and those people are a bit predatory in that sense. And those are probably the type of people that you need to reject and be harsh with. You need to have protection with those people because we said you're very kind and I feel like you have a larger than life aura and energy and so you're kind of like you'll go into a a party and be like hi to everyone and everyone feels their beautiful energy and you're ready to call everyone your friend but it's like well be careful you still need to have some kind of filter there because not everyone wants to be your friend some of those people want to be close to you to enjoy the beautiful energy that you've built for yourself and I don't think that you're like an actual danger don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, you, you, it's not, It's like you need a filter. That's what it is. You need a filter. Like a... Um, the same way like strainer for pasta or something. <laughs> so that the people who are not meant to be here can kind of um, be let go of before they get too close to you. And it's not even just like before they get too close to you in the sense that like... If they're close to you, they're going to attack you in some way, whether physically or spiritually. No, it's more like, it's more like you are going to befriend them. <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> that we don't want. <laughs> okay? Um, and it's, listen, you have a gorgeous, beautiful heart. That's awesome. And also we're seeing what you need to work on and that's what we're talking about today. Okay? So, okay, let's get these mermaid cards out of the way. Um, I will find a way to include them in the photo of this card that I take later on, okay? Because I didn't mention that earlier, but if you want to see your cards at the end of the reading, you can. Just head over to um, my Instagram, Neptunian.Serenity, and look for the highlights on my podcast called... No, sorry. Jesus Christ. I always do that. Look at the highlight on my profile called podcast. You should find it in there and it should be labeled with the episode number and Sagittarius Miracle Reading. Okay. I put like a little video of the spread over there. You absolutely don't need to see the cards to get the full messenger full experience, but I know it's fun because the cards are very pretty and sometimes it kind of helps to help you um, see and understand like how the spread is exactly put. So as to understand what I was seeing when I was talking to you. So I'll find a way to include that in the video. But for now, we're like pushing them aside. Because I feel called to do that. And we are pulling more new cards. I'm using the... 
cosmic slumber tarot tarot right now okay that was dramatic oh jesus oh my god i like moved the card on the table and i accidentally like hit other cards and they kind of flew and one of them went from reverse to upright so okay we'll just keep it upright if that's what you want what else We have so many reverse cards. Oh my god, every single card is reversed. Is it? Yes, except the one that was flipped upright and I put it at the center of your spread. That's crazy. Even the card on the bottom deck is in reverse. Okay. Um, I'm just... Oh, sorry, I just don't like the place where I put the mermaid cards because they're bothering me in my peripheral vision. Just put them back at the top of the deck so I remember them. Okay. So yes, I'm using the Cosmic Slumber Tarot. Um, the card at the bottom of the deck is the Four of Swords in Reverse. Then we have the Six of Swords in Reverse. You know what? I'm not going to say Reverse because there's too many that are Reverse. I'll just mention when it's upright instead. Six of Swords, Five of Swords, Ten of Swords. Wow, a lot of Swords. Didn't even realize that. Ten of Wands, Ace of Cups, Three of Cups, Judgment the emperor, and the sun, upright. Oh, your only upright card is the sun. That's really nice. And also, I kind of mentioned the cards in a, like a wacky order with how they're put on the table, but you're actually the... Your three major arcana are all um, in the middle of the spread, like as a, a column. Judgment in reverse, the sun and emperor in reverse. So that's really nice. Um... And then on one side, you have the Three Swords card. And on the other side, you have the Two Cups card, Three of Cups, Ace of Cups, and the Ten of Wands. I mean, Three of Cups, come on, fake friends. That's what we're talking about here. <laughs> we see that energy already in there. There's a lot of pink in this deck. It's a very pretty deck. And you also have the Swords card at the bottom of the deck, Four of Swords, as I said earlier. Also in reverse, of course. So this reading is about your happiness. This is what spirit wants to talk about and wants to highlight. So whatever I will advise you to do or to look within uh, yourself about, it is for your own good and it is for your own happiness. This should be your um, motivation here. Because you owe nothing to nobody. You don't owe anything to anyone. But because you have such a huge heart and you want to see the best in everyone, you probably are capable of having a lot of compassion even for the people that you can kind of sense are around you for the wrong reasons. Let's just say it like that. And you can probably find likable and lovable traits within them as well. But listen, you have to... You have to embrace the both end of you can have a lot of compassion for someone and see them as lovable and likable and still choose not to have them in your life. I literally wrote that on my and on, on in my phone notes like I don't know like an hour ago. <laughs> so love that that's coming through very synchronistic. And that's what's going on as well because I feel like you know that some people admire you and or around you because they admire you are gravitating around you because they admire you. 
and therefore the vibe is kind of weird and you can't truly be friends with them because if they are married if they admire you they put you above themselves they put you a bit on a, on a pedestal at least they see you as better than them and you can't have like an actual healthy friendship if the relationship is unequal and i feel like you can sense i feel like you can sense who's doing that okay you can sense that and i'm also getting that some of you like you have people that you call your friends or that you hang out with as friends even though you don't actually want them to be your friends <laughs> i feel like you hang out with some people because like you don't mind and because you know that they like hanging out with you and they like you as a friend but not because you like hanging out with them like if they decided that they're like hey i'm just i don't really like hanging out with you anymore like you you wouldn't care that much you're like okay live your life love that for you thank you for telling me bye and you wouldn't think twice about it like you wouldn't be sad at all you wouldn't be upset at all or if they never called you to hang out first you would probably never call them and that that is exactly when this person is like you don't you don't like this person okay and that's okay it's okay to not like someone and as we said like we can embrace the both and here you can see someone as lovable and likable and you can see a lot of their qualities you can see their humanity and respect them and appreciate them and not like them enough to want to hang out with them not like them enough to want them to be your friends that's fine that's totally normal we all have people like that in our lives the problem is that you are like of course let's be friend you're my friends you like include everyone and call all of them your friends but they're not really your friends. You are their friend. They're not your friend. Hmm. <laughs> Reciprocity issue? Yeah. And this is where you want to be clear with yourself. Because I almost feel like you have... You feel guilt over not including or loving everyone. But you're not a public service. You're not a public institution. You don't owe shit to anyone. You don't have to include everyone in your life. <laughs> like, you know, if you were like a public institution, you would need to accept everyone into your space. Because <laughs> that's like the law or, you know, that's what's right. You're not a public institution. You're not giving a public service. You don't, you know, even if you have like a business, you don't even have to... Um, Accept anyone as a client just because they are ready to pay you and they think that you're a great fit for them. You also have to think that they're a great fit for you or your product or whatever, right? You don't even have to say yes to anyone who wants to pay you. Isn't that great? I feel like you're thinking no. <laughs> but that's really what you need to do here. Because you need to protect this beautiful sun energy of yours. Your happiness, yes, but also your childlike joy. And whenever you allow someone into your space that you don't that doesn't genuinely bring you joy but just kind of leaves you a bit indifferent you're not prioritizing or nourishing that part of you and that's important it's important that you do it's important that you we literally said earlier that this positivity this innocence because those were those were the two mermaid cards regarding this 
you have such beautiful energy, but you have to prioritize it. You have to nourish it. You have to see it as an important part of yourself. And honestly, which, you know, this part of you, it could be, you may name it your, your inner child, but I feel like it's more than that. If someone in your life doesn't make your inner child happy, what are they doing in your life? It's okay if they're an acquaintance, but if you're taking time out of your days to like dedicate to them and to go see them or to hang out with them or even to have a freaking business call with them, why? Why are you doing that? You don't need to do that. You really don't. And no, you don't need to tell them that you don't like them, but maybe sometimes it will need to happen, okay? Because I know some of you are kind of dreading that when I'm saying that, you that's what you're thinking about. You're like, oh my God, I have to tell them I don't like them. It's okay to not be liked. It's okay to not be liked. And honestly, I'm starting to wonder if your inability to... Like, how do I word this? I feel like you include everyone. You probably include everyone all the time. Because you can see that they're objectively likable. Because you also want to be liked a lot. By everyone all the time. Oh, well there you go. We found it. That's what's going on. I feel like you have suffered in the past. In your past, you may have felt alone a lot. You may have felt like no one liked you. No one loved you. You may have had moments in your life where you just felt very alone, lonely, didn't have friends, or you felt like no one liked you, as we said. And you have a lot of unprocessed pain there. A lot of, a lot of old stories about you, because at some point in your life, you believe that you were unlikable. Because the people that happened to be in your space around that time did not like you. Or you didn't see that they liked you. Because they wouldn't voice it. And because of this, you make it like your mission to never make someone else feel alone. Because you don't want someone else to go through what you went through. And you know that every single human person is beautiful and lovable in their own single way. And unique way. And you want everyone to know that. And that's beautiful. That's a very noble mission. But you don't have to be the person who makes them feel loved. You don't have to be the person who tells everyone that you like them all the time. It doesn't have to be you. Because you're just one person. And again, you're not a public service. <laughs> Love that we're bringing this back. You're not a public service. You don't owe that to anyone. And you don't owe that to yourself as either, honestly. Like, you're not going to die from, like, not telling everyone that you love them. And I know it's not that simple. I know that you know that. I'm not saying that to be condescendent, okay? Um, but it's like, you can't just save everyone. And that's low-key what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I said everything I needed to say about that. I feel like it's clear enough now. The fact that 
Yeah, there's some kind of misunderstanding here because you think that this... I'm going to call this part of you the, the sun part of you because it's represented by the sun card here, right? That part of you that's positive and joyful and bubbly and inner childlike. That part, okay? You may call it a different thing, but that part of you, the sun part, I think that you think that you need to be happy and positive and bubbly with everyone else and be very love loving with everyone else to nourish this part of you, but it's actually quite the opposite. You need to save your own energy. You need to... Because you can't always be the giver. That's the thing. It's like, okay, you're nourishing everyone else's inner child by telling them how much you love them and highlighting to them what their qualities are and telling them that they're not alone. But when are you nourishing your own inner child? By prioritizing their joy and enjoyment of life. Mm -hmm. You need to do things... I'm really getting you need to do things that are creative for the sake of being creative. I mean, like you need to do some kind of creative exercise or hobby or project that is not for any purpose other than creating. Okay, so if you have a business, this has to be a project that has nothing to do with your business, that has nothing to do with your sales, that has nothing to do with I don't know, feeling good enough or checking a goal off of, of, of a bucket list or something. Do something just for the sake of being creative. Just because you enjoy it. That is like your little homework. It can be so many different things. And in so many different contexts. So you have a lot of freedom here to explore. Yeah. This is also, this little homework is also about giving you the homework of being in a space where the only thing that you have to do is be present and create. You don't have to be doing anything else or to be anyone else than this part of you. And and also you don't have to be doing you're you're creating something for yourself. You're not creating some you're not doing anything for anyone else. You're thinking about you, your own vision, your own creativity, what you want to create, how you want to do it. You're not thinking about what's going to please somebody else or what someone else will like. So if you do that, don't create like, if, if like if you do that, and you're, like if I'm telling you this and you're like, I don't know, yeah, I've always wanted to paint and then you sign up to like a painting class, that's great. But in the painting class, don't do a painting that's going to be like a gift for someone else in your life. Don't do that. Do it for you. Okay? <laughs> that's very important. Do it, Make it like a gift for yourself or something. Mm-hmm. Because with this judgment card in reverse and this emperor card, oh no, oh my god, what the hell? That's not the judgment card. Bro, I'm just realizing that now. Are you serious? It was in reverse at my defense. <laughs> That's not a good defense. But um, this is the universe card. This is the world card. Are you kidding? How did I not notice that? No freaking way. Yes, I mean, that ties in so well with what we've been saying. Like, what I was going to say is with this judgment card and this emperor card, emperor card, you think that this part of you that is very stereotypically masculine, takes makes decisions, makes moves, is very driven, 
and prioritizes their ambitions and goals over everyone else's feelings and who's able to be harsh and to be very kind of cutthroat, you think that this part of you, when you embody it, it it's in conflict with your your son part. But it isn't at all. It's actually meant to protect it. And sometimes you need to be decisive and put your own interests before anyone else's and to be harsh and to set boundaries very firmly to protect your joy. Doesn't that make perfect sense now that we're saying it that way? I think that it does. And the fact that we have, that we realize that the judgment card was actually the universe card just ties everything else, everything together beautifully because you think, you think that being decisive and harsh and putting your own best interests before anyone else's sometimes is being a judgmental person or you judge yourself for that. But actually, this is where you attain mastery. This is where you go full circle. This is where you get fulfillment. This is where you close a cycle, right? The world card, that's what it's about. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't that very interesting yeah I also feel like starting to be have stronger boundaries and to prioritize your own joy in this way is going to help you with your anxiety if you have any which I do think that you have with all these swords cards in reverse that's going to help with your anxiety a lot because honestly, the truth is that you're very overwhelmed and you're always... The reason why... I think that you have difficulty making strong decisions or making choices. And the reason that is, is because when you're making decisions, you're trying to consider everyone else's... Everyone's feelings and preferences. It's as if, like, imagine... Okay, that's a great example. That's a very concrete example. Imagine like you are at a restaurant and you, um, the waiter or waitress comes to you and like, have you made your choice? What do you want to eat? And you feel super anxious. Like you're there alone. You're at the restaurant alone. And so you're only choosing the meal for yourself, but you feel super anxious and super indecisive because in your mind, your mind thinks that like you're making the choice for like everyone in the restaurant that night or something like that, right? It's like your mind thinks like what I'm going to choose is going to be the special of the day. Everyone's going to eat that. So I have to consider everyone. I'm choosing for everyone. And it's like, no, you're only choosing for yourself. Do you understand that? Yes, I think that you do. That's very clear and concrete. So I like that example. That, I think a lot of your anxiety comes from that. Or if you're very indecisive or it takes you a long, a long time to make a decision, it's because of that you have to just focus on what you want. Focus on what's best for you. What do you want? Don't focus on what everyone else's wants. Okay. So, I feel like I said everything I need to say about these tarot cards. So... We're not going to end the reading just yet, but I'm going to pull some more cards. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just, I'm going to explain to you why I just laughed um, later on. But um, I want, I'm using the archetype cards right now. That's literally what the deck is called. Just archetype cards by Caroline Mez. 
and my intention when pulling these cards i want to pull a few cards and i want to ask like what energy or which people are going to help you on this part of your journey of um well everything that we already talked about right prioritizing your own joy setting firmer boundaries allowing yourself to consider your own best interests all that stuff being more decisive and more confident in your own decisions as well and then pulling some archetype cards to ask like which archetypes you can learn to embody or which people might help you and um when i'm done shuffling and pulling the cards i'll tell you why i left there you go so these archetype cards they're really really fun because well archetypes are very fun but also because on every single card there is a light attributes and shadow attributes because every single archetype can be used for good or for bad every single archetype has a healthy and unhealthy expression right but because i am asking what energy archetype or person is going to help you I'm only going to read the light attributes because that's what we're going to focus on because that is the question, right? So these archetypes, their energy, it's like the more you try to embody that energy, that's going to help you on your journey right now. And also, when I read the archetype name and the attributes, if you know people, if it makes you think of someone that you know, those people could be helping you. Okay, that, that's what I mean here. The first card that came out is the alchemist and the reason why i laughed is because i mean i am Ariane the alchemist that's kind of like my thing is like calling myself an alchemist not with like plants and shit but just like the concept of transformation and transmuting certain things and i actually do sell one-on-one -on -one alchemy sessions where i mix in like my coaching and my astrology and my tarot as well and these are probably like the best sessions that i offer because you get many different sides of myself and so not to self-promote but like this could be me <laughs> the fact that this card came out it could be if you feel if you like my energy if you feel like i could be helping you um i further if especially if you were already wondering and pondering upon booking like a one-on-one -on -one session with me this could definitely be a sign that this would be helpful for you that i could help you work on this i definitely think that i could because honestly like i said it earlier like i'm like, I'm I'm good at being firm. <laughs> I'm good at these kinds of things. <clears throat> and um this kind of energy that you're meant to tap into, it's a bit more stereotypically masculine. I definitely feel like I have a lot of that, so I definitely feel like I could be helping you with this. But obviously <clears throat> what you choose to do or what you sense is right for you, you know that better than I am, okay? But I just wanted to mention that. And also there's many other people who embody this archetype of the alchemist, okay? But your first card is alchemist and the light attributes are transformation of base motifs and goals into golden wisdom love that your next card is servant and the light attributes are delight in serving others with a free and loving heart you have the archetype of the queen and it says radiates the regal feminine uses her benevolent authority to protect others and you have the archetype of the knight and it says loyalty romance and chivalry a love of honor okay so those are your 
energies and potentially people if you recognize some people in, in here um, that will be or could be helping you on this journey and those are the uh, the attributes that we read those are the attributes that um, spirit wants you to, to try to tap into a bit more okay so yeah, I mean that's the end of your reading and it's forty four forty four in the recording time exactly. I almost I almost like is something missing because most of my readings are a bit longer than this. But no, this definitely feels right. Um and I feel like I said everything that needed to be said. So Sagittarius, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that this was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. Um, that really helps me out and it also helps more people find the podcast if you think these readings would be helpful to more people and enjoyed by many more. If you would like to get access to even more content, we'll definitely follow for more. But um, if you'd like to access to even more content, you can become a subscriber as explained earlier. All, all the links that I'm going to be mentioning here are in the description of the episode. If you want to see your cards, Head over to my Instagram as instructed earlier and look through the highlights on my profile called podcast or just DM me if you can't find it. Um, if you want to tip me, if you want to support me monetarily and say a little thank you monetarily, but you don't want to support me on a monthly basis, you can send me a tip. You can uh, follow the podcast, as I said, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm at Tune Serenity Everywhere. If you want to tell me how this resonated, you can always share with me. I'd love to uh, know about that. I'd love to uh, chat with you. Don't be shy. My contact is also in the description of the episode, either email or Instagram DM. Um, and if you would like to book a one-on-one session with me, you definitely can and I would love to have you okay if you would like to that's literally what I say every single like at the the end of my readings I say if you want to alchemize this even further book a one-on-one session with me that's literally my catchphrase and my title is I am the alchemist so you know I mean that's great um yeah I would love to have you my my alchemy sessions or where you're getting really the best of me because I get to use many of my different skills and I feel like that would be what's most helpful for you but I I do do uh, only tarot readings or only astrology readings to see what I'm currently offering and how to book. There's a link to do that down below. If you have further questions about how I could help you or my practice, you can also contact me about that. I would love to um, help clarify some things for you. But um, yeah, you can listen to your other signs as well if you would like to. These are always for sun and rising. But otherwise, I'll see you next month, Sagittarius. Please take care of yourself and continue to make these miracles happen for yourself. Okay. Sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Bye.